Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Exposed Truth. Tonight, we are going to talk about one of the most mysterious and non-mentioned idols that consume our generation as of this day. It is the idol of mentality, the mental idol of age. This idol is so cunning that most of us are not aware of it, how we idolize our age, worry about how old we get. There was a very powerful message I would like to announce from a Jean Lewis. Her birth was 1875 to 1997, and she stated she had to wait 110 years to reach her dream of becoming famous. And she said, I want to enjoy it as long as possible. Can you imagine living your whole life wanting fame? Living your whole life wanting something in reaching 109 years and still not receiving it. Most of you would think your life is over. Though for Jean Lewis, her life began at 110 years. We want things in life from our dreams, our hopes, our desires, the gift that God has given us, our passions, and the way we want it might not be the way we are meant to receive it. Little did Jean know or expect that she would receive hers after the age of 110. It's because of her age she received her fame. It's because she lived that long. There is so much in store for our lives that we have no idea when, where, or how it will appear. But we must not give up hope. We must not consume our minds with the misled conception of what age is. Many of us believe it's deterioration, something that dissolves, something that becomes defective. Something with less value, less ability, not new. You can live to be a hundred years old if you give up all of the things that make you want to live to be a hundred. If you think of that message very carefully, you will understand the materials, the possessions, families, new marriages, daughters, sons, grandchild. There's many reasons many of us fear death like a ticking clock running out of time. And there's many reasons we want to live longer. So age becomes a prison, something to keep you captive. Though it's said you can live to be a hundred once you give up all of the things 
to motivate you to live to be a hundred. Because the age is irrelevant in the calendar of God. Nothing deteriorates. Nothing becomes useless. God says the morning, the sunrise, the day is new. It's not yesterday, and today is not tomorrow. Each day is new, but He says, I never change. Each day you are new. You're not a repeat of yesterday. Tomorrow is not a repeat of you today. Each day you are new. You are fresh. But who you are never changes. God lives in you. So I ask you the question, how old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? You are ageless. Your spirit never ages. The person that makes your character never ages. Life changes with circumstances as the new comes each day and the past fades away. You alter yourself as time goes on. But you cannot live yesterday. You can't live the day before. You can't walk backwards in life. You need to walk forward with a new step each day. If you walk on yesterday's footprint, you are not walking forward in life. You are standing still in a constant march on your same footprints over and over and over. This is why it is so important for us to let go of the past, to let go of yesterday, in order to live today and to live for tomorrow. If we don't let go of age, the prison that keeps us captive There is no way for us to allow ourselves to receive the blessing God has in store for us. The abundant blessings God has waiting for you. It's waiting for you. You need to remove age because it's irrelevant and start to allow your life to receive the blessings God has for you. I will now pass over the mic to Richmond. Thank you all for listening. After this sixth episode, we're doing a back-to-back -back episode. We have a very, very important episode 
on our seventh one, which is the idol of unforgiveness. We'd like all our listeners to stay tuned because that one, the idol of unforgiveness, can be a major hindrance that could set a lot of you free. Unforgiveness is what enslaves people. Mental idol imprisons people. Unforgiveness enslaves. To forgive, you receive freedom. So please, stay tuned for episode 7, which is coming very shortly after this. Thanks, it's been Jay Park. Here's Richmond. Hello, welcome to the Exposed Truth. This is our episode 6. We praise and thank God for where we are right now, that we are moving slowly, but sure. Uh, thank you very much for your support, and we praise and thank God every day. We remember all the listeners in our prayers. Today we are going to study um, another kind of idol worship which has also served as a hindrance or as an obstacle for some of us to see the blessings that God has given us. Now, if you look at the past episode, we have been talking about man named idol and material idols. Now, if you look at the man-named idols and material idols, these are idols which we have put our trust in them instead of trusting God. We believe in them. We feel happy when we, we, we listen or when we hear about them. But this kind of idol is, is quite different. These are the idols that we hate in our lives but we can't get rid of them okay so today we are talking this could be a hindrance for you to see what God is doing in your life okay so mental idols are basically are things which we normally worried or think about them which make us feel as if it's too late or it is impossible to do something. Sometimes we joke with them, but deep within us, we still think about them, okay? And sometimes there are some of them when we remember, it completely destroys our day, okay? Now, if you look at the image and mental idols, I said earlier that there are things which we think about them and we put our trust in them, okay? So today we are going to talk about uh, one of them under the mental idol. I will talk about three things which I believe they are all serving as an idol. Now I'd like to read something from the book of Colossians chapter 3. Verse 5, if you have your Bible, please just open. It says here, put to death, therefore, 
What is earthly in you? Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. You can see all these things that I have mentioned. The Bible describes them as an idolatry, the passion. You love something or evil desire. You think so bad about something or someone, something that you don't like. You see that? And covetousness, which is also about greediness or envy. Okay? So, today we will talk about the first mental idol, which is age. Now, age is something which is really disturbing people. It's not that when you see that you are getting old as an idol, okay? It is it's a subject that we talk about every day. It's something that we joke about it, but within our jokes, we're still worried about them. Now, how will age become an idol? Age will be an idol whereby things that you are supposed to do, you think that because of your age, it's impossible to do it. Because there are people who are around you in that same age, they couldn't do it. So you would not even give a try just because you feel that you are old. Now, we keep rehearsing and thinking about this age again and again. Even when you go to a church or wherever that you're going for a prayer, you don't tell really what you are going through, but you keep thinking about your age. There is a quotation here by Don Marcos, which is quite interesting. It says, age is not a particular interesting subject. Anyone can get old. All you have to do is to pray for a long life. You, you understand? Like, there is no one in the Bible who has prayed and God reversed his or her age. I haven't heard that, okay? Now, technology can make us look young, but the reality is our age is still the same. So instead of you thinking that you are old, you cannot do anything because of your age, you have lost hope because of your age, or you rush to do things because if you don't do it, even though it is not the right time, it is becoming an idol because you are always worried. Okay? Now, it has become daily topic and even when Christians go to God in prayer, instead of them to tell God what they really need, tell God about their age okay it happened in the Bible whereby people keep thinking about their age 
And when God appeared to them, they couldn't believe it was God who was talking to them. Well, some believed, but it seems like they have been waiting for such a long time, so there wasn't any hope enough for them to believe that God can do something for them. Now, if you have your Bible, you can open from the book of Luke. From, I'll read from chapter 1. Okay? From chapter 1, uh, verse 11. It says, Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zachariah saw him, he was stared and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zachariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. Verse 14. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. 15. For he will be great, in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. 16. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before the Lord in the Spirit and power of Elijah to turn the heart of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Okay, now this is the background of this story that I have read. Zachariah happens to be a priest. In the olden days, a priest is like a pastor today okay in the olden days only priest can talk to god so god will talk to priest and the priest will tell to tell the people what god want them to do and if you have something to tell god you will tell priest and the priest will tell god okay so in other words the priest were having a a difficult or a tedious job. Imagine how many people will come to you for confession or talk to you about their problems and you will tell them all the problems to God. So Zachariah has been doing this for such a long time. Now being a religious leader, somebody who speaks to God directly as I am speaking to you right now, you know, he shouldn't have a problem of thinking of you know being late for him to do something but Zachariah was struggling of having a baby now because of that he was worried so even though when the angel appears to him Zachariah wasn't at the park Zachariah wasn't in his bedroom Zachariah wasn't at the mall Zachariah wasn't any ordinary place, but Zachariah 
was in a temple. But when the angel of the Lord appeared to Zachariah, telling him that, Zachariah, your prayer has been answered. I do believe Zachariah has been praying for such a long time, so he was somehow discouraged. Your prayer has been answered, but I really want you to listen to verse 18, which is very, very interesting. Zachariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. Have you seen that? Now, here is something that I want to correct. There are some people who have literally taken a priest today or taken those religious leaders as the people whom they believe they can talk to God on their behalf. It's not true because the priest is also going through his own challenges. Now, when you ask the priest to tell God this, remember this, the problem of communication If you don't hear from the source and always there is a a third party or fourth, the information is always distorted. Either he will add or take out what you said. Okay, so today we live in grace period. The grace period, that means the grace of God is upon everyone. Everyone who believe that God can do, God can speak to you directly. We can ask pastors to pray with us. We can ask friends to help us in prayer. But we don't ask and trust that they are the special people that God can use them. Because remember, they are all human beings like you. If you remember my previous podcast about man named Idol, I said we are three in one body, soul, and spirit. So Zachariah, even though speak to God every day, but the day that his prayer was answered, he denied because of what? His age. Do you know that somehow you have also rejected the blessing that God has given you because of your age? There is something that it seems like flashed into your mind. You feel like, no, this is a dream. My age is not possible for me to do this. My age, I am not sure about what I am seeing. I'm not sure about what I've heard because I am already old. If you are doing that, it is not right. Okay? Now listen to the verse 19, which is very interesting. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. Listen to what the angel said. Good news because you have been praying for so long, perhaps for your life partner or a child or job or this. It's a good news. The 20 says, and now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens. 
because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. You see here, the angel of the Lord was angry because he did not believe. He did not believe what God has said. So he was angry. Now, in the Bible, there is another person who also denied God because of age. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 17, Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah be, bear a child at the age of 90? See here? Abraham has seen so many things, so many blessings from God, but the son wasn't coming yet, okay? And look at Genesis chapter 18, verse 10. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time. Next year, Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing, 12. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? 13. The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Said, Will I really have a child now that I'm old? 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you an appointed time next year. Sarah will have a son. See here? This is really amazing. If you look, this happened in Genesis chapter 18. 17 was where God changed Abraham, named to Abraham, Abraham to Abraham, and Sarai to Sarah. But still, there was still doubt. It's part of human being. And all these things are something that is going on today. Okay? Now, why was, you know, Elizabeth was so worried? In Luke chapter 1, verse 25, The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. You see here, Elizabeth, a career who was priest, was not worried about his own not to have a baby, but what people were saying. Now today, probably you are also going through a similar situation. You are... You are so much worried because of what your friends are saying, your relatives are saying, your brothers and sisters are saying. And the people are pushing you so hard that you are getting old, you have to get married, you have to have a baby, you need to have a job, you need to do this. So many and make you confused. Even though you yourself, you feel like you are not ready and you, don't, you are not willing to do this. But because of what people are saying, you are following them. Age is something that is inevitable. Everybody will grow old, but it's not something that we should worry about so much. Now, listen to this. 
Nobody grows old merely by living a number of years. We grow old by deserting our ideas. Years may wrinkle the skin, but to give up enthusiasm and stop learning the word of God will wrinkle the soul. So this is what you should know. Your years or your skin will wrinkle, doctors can fix it. But when your soul is wrinkled, no technology can fix it. Thank you very much and God bless you. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us on Exposed Truth for our sixth episode on the Visible Blessing series with our podcast. We'll be back very shortly, right after this break, for our seventh episode of An Idol of Unforgiveness. Please all stay tuned because we are very happy to share the Word of God with you. This has been Jay Park and Richmond Donker. See you shortly.